Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Oh, welcome back to another week of Stargate. Stargate goodness. Yes, it's also very cold and snowy. And snow hasn't, hasn't left. It hasn't stopped, and so here's the thing. I... When I'm when I start doing van stuff, like I'm built like hashtag van life, that's all happening, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? No half measures. I'm gonna buy that Max Air fan, which is a just a a fan that you put in the ceiling of a uh, a mobile home, and I'm gonna install it, and I'm gonna buy the all the accessories for it, the butyl tape, and like the lap sealant, and like all this stuff. So I buy all this stuff. I spend about two hundred fifty dollars on all of these things. And I'm like, I'm doing it. It hasn't stopped snowing since I bought it. Like, it'll... Wow. Yeah. It'll stop, like, on a Wednesday, but that doesn't help because I have a job. Well, I know Sunday I almost got buried in the snow because I didn't expect all the snow to happen. And yet. <laughs> yeah, so I can't work on my van, man. And I just want my van to work. So when we go away, we don't have to pay for hotels and things like that. Huh. Although everybody hears... Also, another thing that aggravates me. Now, I'd say it would be like a like a woman thing that is being levied mm-hmm. at me, but my mom does it too. So I'm not entirely sure that that's it. When you're putting in that fan, you crawl on the roof of whatever vehicle you're putting it in, and you take a jigsaw. It's a little more detailed than that, but essentially, you're going to take a jigsaw and you're going to cut out a square, and then you're going to put in the fan, and you're going to glue it down. And that's the end of the story. Right, that's the Cliff Notes edition of how to install yeah. that fan. My mother and my husband, don't you think you should ask a professional? What are you talking about? I can cut a hole in fiberglass. It isn't rocket science. I'm not putting the engine back together. It's a hole. Maybe when I hook up the fan to the electrical system, I might ask for some assistance since I do not know about electrical systems. But exactly. I know, <laughs> I know how to use a flipping jigsaw. Hey, not a lot of people know how to use a jigsaw. I mean, and that might be true, but uh, it's it's not that hard. I watched, like, I watch uh, YouTube videos on how to do it, and I watch other people do it. And they're like, yeah, but they know what they're doing. No, they don't. I watch a 23-year-old girl do it. I can do it. I watched a yeah. woman build a full-sized house, which is her and her four children, non-adult children, built a house from YouTube videos by themselves. Yes, this is true, but we also live in a world where people put Gorilla Glue in their hair. They do. But I ain't <laughs> that kind of girl. First of all, I don't even use hairspray. Second of all, I could cut a hole in the damn roof without consulting four different experts on the matter. And they're like, you should ask your dad. He's an expert. And I love my dad. And he is an expert. He rebuilt a car from like a box of bolts and a rusty door. Okay. But he's never installed a Max Air fan. All they're asking me to do is ask my dad how to use a jigsaw. <laughs> I do not need the advice. I already know how to use one. That's cool. It drives me nuts. I'll ask for practical advice when I need it. And my husband's the same way about it, though. He's like, well, we should ask your dad. He would just know so much more. Like, listen, he's not the magic man. I know he builds race cars, <laughs> but Jesus. I mean, that is impressive, though, that he builds race cars. It is. He rebuilt a 19... 19- 50s i want to say or maybe 60s ford falcon it's beautiful oh yeah he put he goes to like car shows and stuff with it so yeah it's not like it ain't worth my time it is worth my time but uh that's being like hey i need to cut this piece of wood in half i'll call four different people about it 
Call my old shop teacher from high school. <laughs> How do I cut wood? Honest to God, I'm like, man, sometimes you just gotta figure out for yourself. Yeah. It's not exactly... You know who also need... Go on. You know who also needed help? Who needs help? I'm saying, do you know, you know who also needed help? Mm-mm. Who needed help? Samantha Carter. Oh. She sure did need help. She needed help from, like, the idiot patrol that surrounds her. <laughs> right? This episode is called Foothold, and I had no recollection about anything that happens in this episode, but it opens with SG-1 coming home and Hammond being, like, kind of weird. Kind of weird and going back to, like, old Hammond. Yeah, it was, uh, I was set off a little bit by it. I was like, hey, sorry guys, I'm playing with the, the volumes. Uh, I was like, this is a little sus, he's being weird. And he makes them all go to the infantry. Infirmary. Oh my god. Infirmary. The infantry. Yeah, that'll be good. Listen, I know this is probably, I don't know what the intention here was, but Janet is examining Jack. And he's... <laughs> because I'm a child. I'm not literally, guys, I'm old. But I have the humor of a child. He says, really jam it in there this time. <laughs> I'm like, what's Janet doing? Just some just the tip stuff like he's like jamming in there i'm like oh listen like nice, what nice did she do before i'm like is is now really the time jack because uh hello jack i know we're on showtime but still i know <laughs> you're at least a decade off from when they are really gonna jam it in there this time <laughs> it turns out the shock the shot is knocking them all out for some kind of testing, I would presume. Mm-hmm. Hold on, recording. Ugh. Husband's on his way home to cook dinner. What a treat. Cool. Pulled pork. Yeah. Oh, so lucky. <laughs> pork. Really jamming in there this time. I can keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's the cold open. Uh, Tilk wakes up first, and he overhears Hammond and Janet talking about studying them before taking over the earth i had gathered Tilk's like mm, no good it's no good and i don't think they were able to do it to, to Tilk because of his uh the symbiote right yeah. and they said to, uh sam was hard to put down too probably because she has some leftover ghoul magic running through those veins mm -hmm. so he knocks out his guard and goes to get sam and he breaks down the situation to her it's weird about Sam, though, because you know how with the whole ghoul thing that she can sense ghouls and all that stuff? Mm -hmm. They never really continued on that. They started to, and then they just dropped that storyline. Well, she can hand thingy. She can use hand thingy. But has she used it since? Mm, probably not. You're right. Maybe after the season, they drop it, especially once the replicators get in. Yeah, they never really go back to it again. I, I, would, I would have liked to have seen more like, you know, she can sense ghouls or she, you know... Just like something more. The way Taylor always can sense a wraith because she's got a bit of wraith in there. Yeah. Ah, uh, that shows the best. And she and she can control them. Mm. That'd have been cool. I don't disagree. Uh, Jack and Daniel seem to be imposters on the security feed because they're walking around doing weird, un Jack and Daniel like things. Yeah. So Teal's like, I will distract them. Uh, well, Sam makes a break for it because uh, she's going to go up the fire escape. I assume that's a fire escape. 
<laughs> uh, she's like, it's meant to keep people out, not in. But I'm like, where she comes out to the surface, I'm like, y'all, there's no way you have a massive access hatch, even just in the woods, where you like, like nobody's gonna find me. Like, wonder where this no, goes? Because because no one hunts in Colorado. No nosy bodies there in Colorado. Yeah. Somebody definitely would have found... I'm not saying they would intentionally go in and be like, haha, I bet it's NORAD or whatever. <coughs> no, but somebody somebody would stumble upon it at some point and be like, what the hell is this? Yeah. They had to post somebody outside a concert in Colorado to be like, don't pet the prairie dogs. They have plague. <laughs> That's where they're at at Colorado. So somebody would definitely find that, open it up and be like, I wonder if... I went down here, what would happen? This looks like a bunker. I wonder what's down here. Seriously. But Sam does make a break for it. And Teal's just knocking out people left and right. And and he double tapped one of the guards. He didn't make sure that that wasn't yeah. an imposter. He doesn't know. That could have just been a regular guy. That could have been Jim from accounting for all he knew. <laughs> Jim from accounting. I mean, they gotta get approved for these missions somehow, right? Financially. The insurance mm-hmm. guy. Somebody um, from HR. Seriously. And then they, so they trap Teal'c in between two doors and they gas him. Uh, but why did he go in through the door that he was hiding in? I, yeah, he's like, ooh, seems locked. I'm like, what do you mean seems locked? Open that. <laughs> like, you just came from there. How is it locked? He's like, oh, I forgot. Door's locked from the other side. <laughs> I closed it all the way. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, by doors again. Yeah, he's like, oh, I hate doors. Uh, they cut to Sam. She gets on a payphone, of all things. A payphone. You can tell whatever this is. <gasps> it must have cost her how many quarters that girl got in that pocket. Because that is a she lot pro- of quarters to call DC. She, call- she probably called Collect. Do you really think he was accepting calls from... Do you accept this Collect call from... Sam Carter, I'm not fooling around. <laughs> No, he probably thought they were pranking him. Yeah, she keeps calling back and back and back, and she's like, "Do you accept a correct call from?" I'm not kidding. Would you pick up Mayborn? I can't believe she called Mayborn. That's so wild. Also, she says, well, "Go on." Well, who else would she call? She can't call her dad. Her dad's like off in space. Right. Yeah, she's got nobody else to turn to. I suppose. Oh, especially since like Colin Cunningham's, uh, you see him later. He's part of, uh, he's part of the infected or whatever. That's right. That's right. He is. He's been body snatched. Oh, snatch that body. What? Very perverted <laughs> of me. Very sorry, but I am not. So Sam says, "Hey, meet me in Washington D.C. at four p.m." Now I don't know what time of day it is where she is, but it is at minimum. At your quickest, a five-hour flight. You gotta assume it's gonna take her an hour to get to that airport, even if it's a private charter. You still need to be cleared by a tower. This is gonna take, and you're going back the other way in reverse time. So, like, if if she was in DC yeah, and I mean, said, "Meet me in Colorado at four, that'd be more plausible because you're gonna jump back hours in the in the time zones. But you're going ahead in yeah. the time zones when you go on the East Coast. Maybe she took a helicopter. She is cobbling herself, is what I'm saying. Because if it takes five hours, <laughs> she leaves at five in the morning. And it is not five in the morning. 
So it takes five hours to get there. So you're at 10 a.m., but you're not really at 10 a.m. You're at like 2 p.m. Because it's mm-hmm. future times on the East Coast compared to mountain time, which is what they're at in Colorado. Anyway, I'm saying 4 p.m. is unreasonable. <laughs> Am I yeah. giving you away with this math, man? <laughs> <laughs> 4 p.m. is unreasonable. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> time zones. They're a rip-roaring good time. Uh, they strap Teal'c down to a bed. So we're back with Teal'c. With the body snatchers. So this is Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That's obvious. And killer clowns from outer space. Because that's what those pods look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janet and Hammond say uh, that Tilk and Sam are hallucinating from some gas leak on the 40th floor or some such. And they're like... Well, that was, the, that was the rules they used in the beginning. Right, they were like, you're hallucinating. Here's the thing. I know acid lasts a while and mushrooms and all those things, but feel like a gas hallucination wouldn't last as long as they're trying to make them believe. And I think they're yeah. aware of this. <laughs> they're like... Because a gas hallucination only lasts until you move away from the gas. I would think so. Or like maybe maybe an hour past that. Like once it's yeah. cleared your system. It's not like ingesting acid. It's just not like acid. And they're like, it's like yeah. acid. I'm like, it's not like acid. It's like you move away, they give you oxygen, and then you you get a headache for a while and you clear up from it. These past two episodes have been pretty drug-heavy episodes, I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Colorado. They do love a bit of drug. And that's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, like, Tilk's like, mm, disagree on the hallucination. Sam's a little like, yeah, I don't think so. About your hallucination line. Because Sam meets up with, with Mayborn, and he says he spoke to Hammond, and she's like, man, what it's part like, yeah. of the car? <laughs> Go on. No, he's like, Matt, you are an idiot. Yeah. She's like, what part of we have a compromised base do you not get? <laughs> She's like, I said foothold situation. And you called the person who took over the base. So he could what, tell you, oh, I didn't take over the base. Definitely wasn't me. No, every, everything's fine. Definitely not the base takeover guy. So took over the what? Sam's like, you... Suck so hard. And they're like, you're tripping out. And she's like, I ain't buying your tripping out line. I have yeah. gold magic. Get out of here. Excuse me. Oh, quite all right. Uh, I thought the mic dropped out again. And I was like, man, I really am going to try that other microphone next time right. I record. Uh, so Jack and Daniel also turn up in D.C. to be like, hey, it's us in day And she's like, and Sam's like, you called them too? That's so suspect. Like, and they're in like daytime civvies. They're in their civvies. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? And she's like, Sam, the character is like, what even is this? Is this something? Because there, sh- there should have been a minute where Sam just looks at Mabel and like, are you kidding me? She is. She's like, you are dead meat, man dead meat like, do you understand i get the eyes yeah. thing she's like how are you a colonel she's like i never seen anybody fail upwards like you <laughs> uh so jack and daniel try to convince sam that she is delusional and oh that's where i wrote all like my time zone flights i'm like listen none of this is possible also how did jack it, and like not to harp on the time zones thing but like sam had like several hours of a head start on fake Jack and Daniel. 
how did they get over? I mean, they must have transporter rings. That this is the only way. They're just yeah, not they probably getting... have like they probably have like a Google ship somewhere and they use like transporter rings and they're not telling anyone. It's like twenty five hundred miles away. It is so far away from Colorado to DC. It is nonsense. This <laughs> getting there is pure nonsense right here. <laughs> uh also I noticed Daniel didn't have his glasses on. I mean he puts them on later on the plane, but he doesn't have his glasses now. And that's us as well. Whenever I see Daniel without glasses, I'm like, is this evil Daniel right now? Because he's not wearing glasses. He did, he did have shades, though. His future's so bright. <laughs> uh, so Sam's like, yeah, I'll go back with you guys on the plane for sure. You bet. Yeah, I'm deli- I'm crazy. I'm obviously tri- tripping balls. We're just out of my mind. Let's go. <laughs> they go back to the SGC and Janet says the experience uh, t- says to experiment immediately because somebody tells her, hey, got Sam. She's like, great, cut them all open. <laughs> right. Uh, Sam pulls a gun on Jack. Oh, so they're they're back at the base already. No, oh, wait, not, no, they're not. They're, they're in the plane. No, they're, not, they're on the plane. Okay, so they're on the plane. This is also no good physics-wise. Like, not, not good. Because uh, Sam pulls a, a gun on fake Jack and she can see his alien shape. Mm-hmm. flicker in and out and so she shoots jack and colin cunningham when you're in a pressurized cabin the reason why people don't take over planes with guns is because you cannot shoot a gun in a pressurized cabin unless you want that yes. plane to crash it's yeah, no good. exactly it's so no good that you only use sharp knives uh i mean you can shoot a gun in a plane but like really it's not good you would have to be super accurate. Yeah, and but like like the the reaction of of the the gun going off in a pressurized situation like that is like it's no it's just no good. Everybody's hurt or and or worse, like windows are blown out. It just can't handle it. You don't shoot people on planes, that's what I'm saying. Uh Real Jack wakes up in his killer clowns pod because Alien him has died. Hello? Oh, oh, my. Yeah, oh is it all happening? Oh, <laughs> um, so when when one of the aliens dies, the person they're impersonating wakes up because there must be some kind of connection between the image projector and the actual person, maybe? Yeah. Sam also discovers the shape-changing device on fake Daniel? Daniel. Fake Daniel. Yeah. Uh, so because Colin Cunningham got shot, General uh, Major Davis, Major Davis, he gets shot too. So he also wakes up. Man, I could be more in love with that guy. Uh, <laughs> I really, truly, like it's crazy. Uh, so they decide to watch the little puppet show going on down below them. They're like, Jack's like, oh, I better fake it, and then Davis is like, I'll fake it too. Uh, the aliens are messing with Teal'c's symbiote. And that symbiote is resilient. Yeah. Real Jack then punches out fake Janet, which is so funny to watch. Because <laughs> he's, he's like, that's weird. Yeah. We're like, you're not supposed to punch women, but here we are. I mean, desperate times. Sam gets back. So they're back. Now they're back at the base. Now they're back at the base. Yes. And they. Not even a Concord could do this, is what I'm saying. 
And they're out of business by the time they showed me me. Were, were they out of business by that time? I, I can't swear to that. Don't okay. correct me in the comments. <laughs> they're out of business. They've been out of business for Sam shifts into into being fake Daniel. And then she breaks it down for Jack and Davis. She's like, all right, gents, here's what's happening. We're being invaded. You're being invaded. Yeah, Teal'c. Let's go. Jack rescues Teal'c. <laughs> Sam gets the frequency, Kenneth. Because uh, she's like, there's some special engine frequency that's going to show who the aliens are. And Mayborn's going to invade the base in like 20 minutes because he's the pits. If you're an alien trying to invade, why would you invade a planet that has radio frequency that can mess up your um, images? I don't think they thought of it that way. Like when they because other alien worlds don't really have radio. I mean, they know what radio is, probably. But maybe they didn't think humans were advanced enough to be applying radio in this way. No, but they're advanced enough to figure out a Stargate. They never heard the R.E.M. song, have they? <laughs> I mean, we couldn't have made it more clear. It's beamed into outer space. They could have picked it up at any time. But they're not listening to that kind of radio station. They're like Hot 97 no. people or whatever. Hot 97. <laughs> 104.5 the jack. <laughs> the aliens notice the Mayborn squad is coming down and they start heading to the gate. So now they're like, they're scared. No, no. Yeah, they're like mumbling to each other. Like, rah, 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 rah. In their grody alien form. Jack sees what's going on because like the leader guy, he's like, well, looks like it's self-destruct time. So Jack they're closes. An they're, they're an army full of predators to just self-destruct when they lose. I know, right? I'm like, well, they were they really so unsure of themselves that they couldn't take over like Mayborn's like squad or whatever? They took over the whole base. I'd be like, yeah, yeah whatever. And some of those guys are going to get scared. Like, it's not like they all look like their co-workers or anything. They look like slimy, weird alien things. And they might mm -hmm. shoot their guns, but they're not going to have like good aim about it. How often do they run into aliens, those guys, Mayborn guys? Exactly. At, at, at most, they'd freeze in like the first 30 seconds. That's what I'm saying. Like, they'd be like, they'd be oh, like what the hell is that? No. Swears. <laughs> right? They'd be like, oh my, swears and goodness. We can't be doing this. <laughs> Jack closes the blast shield because he knew that, that he was going to blow himself up. But some did get through that Stargate is the thing. <laughs> Because he saw it. He saw them run through the Stargate. Yeah, it was like, ooh, some got away. So some got through the Stargate, and then the guy blows himself up. And this apparently killed all the other aliens. Mm -hmm. So they don't explain this, and they should have. I'm docking them points for this. At the time when I watched it, I wasn't as annoyed about it as I am right now. <laughs> they just hand-waved it away. Well, maybe they're all psychically linked, like how they do with the uh, body snatching uh, thing. Yeah, but if one dies, they all die. That seems illogical. Well, maybe they're all connected, each individual, like in, in a honeycomb kind of thing. So, if, mm. like a dominoes thing. So, if what you kill one, the one that died, the one that's that was attached to that one also dies. So, mm. maybe that's how it works. That's a terrible evolutionary jump. Oh, it is stupid, but it, I mean, that's the only thing you can explain it. And they definitely presume that the ones that did make it through, because they're like, what about the ones that made it through? We're like, I guess they died too. I'm like, you guess? 
You guess. Why don't you send a nuke like how you almost did to Abydos? Right? Like they're really... Send two of them. Send two of them. So they're real wishy-washy at the end here. And I don't like that. I don't like it. And Mayborn is like, oh, thanks to Sam. I'm like, don't kiss her ass now. <laughs> well, he didn't want to. He's just like, yeah, Sam kind of saved the day. I'm like, don't be a suck up. You suck. But I do like Mayborn as a character, though. He's funny. Mm. He's a good, like, non-threatening bad guy. Because, like, yeah. he's such a weenie. Because I like to see when he's on the pl- when they're on the plane. And she's like, I don't trust you either. And he has to cut himself. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a that's a really good TV trope. Like I, if you've ever noticed it, like it happened there, and it happens like with every like witch movie or anybody who's the like thing. the blood they do it in the thing all the time. The blood brothers and shit like that. Excuse me, and stuff like that. They cut right across the palm of your hand. Why well, you got to do that? You're crippling yourself when you do that. You know how much that hurts? Hurts a lot. What the palm of your hand, like by your thumb? Yeah, like, on your thumb, across the center, or whatever. Like, if we were going to be, like, blood siblings in a movie, we would each mm-hmm. cut ourselves on the palms of our... Somewhere on the palm of the hand, and then shake hands, and that's how it would have to... not got to be like that. Do it, like, up on your forearm, and just be like, smish, smish, and that's it. You don't have to be so dramatic, man. He could have nicked well. himself anywhere. Any non-threatening way... Because now that you have this big cut, as I have cut myself on that spot with a, like a razor sharp can, if you try to do something with that hand now for the next week, you're not doing nothing with that hand. Cause you just like hold a gun? Like hold a gun? Like hold a gun. <laughs> what are you doing? Do it on the top of your hand. You need the surface of your hand to grip things. Like, I picked up my phone like this. If I have a huge cut on my hand, I can't do that. Yeah. Well, Mayborn's tough, so yeah. and it's huge. It's not like it. Mayborn's was smaller than most, but when they do it, they don't do like a tiny little nick. They're yeah, like, they like slash it. They really do. They're like from base of the finger down to their wrist, and I'm like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you slicing open your hand like for that, no reason?" That's too much slice. <laughs> I mean, you could do like a diabetes prick on your finger and get it done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Counts. Counts. So initially I gave this four and a half stars because I thought it was great fun. But I think I'm going to make it four stars because I'm a little annoyed that they hand waved the alien problem away. I mean, I give it four as well because I like I like Mayborn. He's one of my favorite characters in that show. Mm. It's a really good Monster of the Week episode. And uh, like Mayborn and Davis and like the B squad of characters. Like I really mm-hmm. I love it when they get involved. And it's a good body snatching episode, too. <laughs> it is. It's a really funny one. I like it. I'm sticking with my four stars, though. I watched the promo for next week. It's called Pretense. All right. And Tolan's asked for SG-1, the Gould, and the Knox to do a thing or two. About a thing or two. Oh, I think I remember this one. I don't. But I look forward to it because I like the Knox. And that's neat. Why do they involve the Gould with anything? Because you have to. Because they have... They have technology, and they can be useful if they have to be. I know, but if I was having, like, a civil dispute on my planet and I needed some mediators, I would not be inviting those jerk faces <laughs> over. Yeah, because they're all arrogant and they think they know everything. They're like, I'm your god. Be like, well, that's not what we're here about. We're here about a land dispute today. Exactly, right? We're talking about taxes, bro. Yeah, I would just not invite them to anything. Well, they have an inferiority complex. I mean, they're basically slugs. I know. 
And I know the other, the higher ups in like uh, the Asgard and probably the Nox too. I know they're really above it all, but why do they even talk to the Golds? Like, I'd be like, get out of here. Get out of here with that attitude. That always got that always got me too. Like, why would you talk? Like, you can't reason with them no. because half of them think they're better than everybody. Because and half of them are, are sarcophagus crazy. Yeah, and they're like doing double double crosses on each other, and they're like, "I didn't do that. I blame Daniel for that." And then, yeah, and then they get their own hellscape blown up in their face because they're dum dums, and they're like, "Oh, you worship me now? I know because I'm so great." Yeah, and they double cross each other like all day, every day. Mm-mm. Oh, so that's what we have to look forward to next week. Probably a ghoul. Probably gonna do a Nox dirty in some way. Definitely gonna probably do gonna... SG1 dirty. Oh yeah, because they all hate SG1 for sure. Uh, got anything you want to add? Um, saw the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, it was garbage. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was it was boring. But I I did like some of the commercials. That halftime show was nothing. Yeah, because it's the weekend, and the weekend is corny. Like, I saw it, and I was like, yeah, I guess. I nothing this. Which is, like, the worst thing you mm-hmm. can be. Like, if you're especially bad, well, then that's noteworthy, because you're bad. And if you're Prince, then yeah. you're the best show that ever happened. So I guess everything else... I did like cool. the... I did the Beyonce halftime show, and Missy Elliott come, came up as well. That was actually pretty cool. That was cool. That wasn't Prince cool, but it was very cool. Well, that's not fair. Nothing's Prince cool. I know. I know. That can't man's top been, Prince. He's been dead for ages, and there's still no top in that. But that's what I'm saying. You can't top Prince unless you're like MJ. They're oh, both dead. I'm like, you can't top Prince unless you're Prince. Back from the dead. <laughs> Teaming up with Freddie right? Mercury, also back from the dead. And Michael Jackson. My goodness. And David Bowie. Oh. Precious man. I loved him so much. Oh, it smell- I have smells so good. I'm going to go eat dinner. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, I'm on Twitter at ZPM Stargate and Instagram at the same, Gmail at the same. We're hosted at Podbean at zpmstargate.podbean.com. Leave us a review, won't you? It'll make my heart melt and I'll feel really good inside. Uh, or you can buy a t shirt from us at T Public. And. Anything else? No. Uh, no, that's it. Enjoy your week, everyone. Week. Yeah, right. Enjoy. Right. Enjoy your week, everybody. All right. Stay warm. Goodbye. Bye.